the race starts in Lindau, Germany and runs around Lake Constance through Austria and loops around Switzerland and then you finish back in Austria. Cool. So you're crossing three countries in one race, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> what time of year would this race be? This was in October. <laughs> We're there in October. <laughs> it was, it's pretty incredible. We'll talk a little later. I'm Dave McMillan. And I'm Cameron Twa. And this is the Happy Feet Podcast. And this week's guest is Pooja. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming. And uh, first question, it's been a while since we did one of these. Yeah. But you remember the question. Yeah. The very first question we're going to ask is, what, uh, when was your last run? This morning. Tell us about it. Um, it was really nice. Sun was out. <laughs> perfect amount of wind keep the bugs away and it was nice to just get out go for a run how far did you go <laughs> uh just over 10k okay and yeah. where whereabouts i started in downtown um and i like going up sort of by william mack and around nj into finlayson okay uh, loop around there and then behind range lake loop around there, come out by Canadian Tire, and then back into downtown. Nice. That's a good loop. Yeah. I always like the Finlayson area, just uh, with the <laughs> sidewalk there. It's the road that never ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as there's no construction. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, avoid Hordell Road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, traffic update. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, how, many, how many kilometers do you usually put in in a week? Uh... It can vary. I'd, I'd say anywhere between 60 and 80. That's a, a lot. Week. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you training for anything or is that just a typical week? No, I'm not training for anything. Oddly enough, it's just, uh, I guess since the pandemic, I've started running more um, and getting into running longer and more often than I had before. Okay. Um, yeah. We, uh, no, no, I probably see you out there pretty much every day yeah. <laughs> is do, do you aim to like go every day or is it just sort of happen and i'm not stalking or yeah anything, just... <laughs> <laughs> no well you run around Yellowknife. a lot of people that you know will see you <laughs> um but i yeah i guess i do run just about every day um i just find it easiest to plan put your shoes on and go and get some activity in without having to really spend too much time planning a workout necessarily so yeah it just sort of happens that way okay so, uh you're, you're a person who does a lot of different you're a very active person you do a lot of different types of activity what's mm -hmm. where do you rank running <laughs> um well as of most recently i guess i run the most and run the most often i didn't always like running <laughs> okay um i actually hated it so, yeah, now it's it's become a big part of who I am and a big part of my day is going for a run. Um, but I still like to do other workouts like hit and spin and and uh, strength training where I can. What, what made you uh, suddenly like running? That's big from I hated it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I I really don't know. I think the pandemic was a a big shift 
in terms of my mentality around running before that in any part of the training that I would do I would if I was training for a half marathon or a marathon I would do only as many runs as I had to I didn't want to do any more than that because I enjoyed other workouts more I didn't quite enjoy running as much um, but with when the pandemic came gyms closed classes were canceled and and that sort of thing so I started running more because that's that's what my options were and started to enjoy it more by doing it more I guess yeah and we just rediscovered it I guess yeah and sort of breaking down the mentality of you know I don't want to run two days in a row or, or that sort of thing and just enjoying it not putting any pressure on myself with any training or any time goals and just going out to be active and staying fit enjoying the outdoors um, so I think change that change in perspective is what allowed me to enjoy it more did you find a lot of pressure when there's like a menu of or not a menu but a recipe of success for a half marathon and you have to do this this and this yeah I guess so and it would be more so pressure that I put on myself of I want to do this race in this amount of time and so this is what I need to do to get there and so um, in all of the training that I do it would be got to keep up with it got to keep at a certain pace got to finish the distance and so it was a little added personal pressure that way and rather than just running just to enjoy running oh makes sense when did you first get into it um probably around 2016 when i started training for my first half marathon um running started more as a, a either a training thing as part of growing up playing different sports and playing at an elite level training for tournaments and competitions and then playing professionally it was more just about uh, I guess complementing that training um, but Which, then uh, what, what, what sport uh, squash oh cool yeah um, yeah and then half marathon in a certain time goal and a marathon in a certain time goal was a thing on my bucket list why it ended up on my bucket <laughs> list I'm not so sure <laughs> But it was something that was on my bucket list that I wanted to do, and so I started running more and training more for races um, than so, I had before. So which one, uh, what race did you do for that half? That first half? Yeah. It was the Brighton Half Marathon in UK while oh. I was over oh, there cool. studying. Nice. That would yeah. be really nice. It was, except I hurt my IT band. <laughs> oh. So it was a, an interesting first half marathon because I, I literally side shuffled the entire way because I couldn't run it. Did you it do was, that during the race or like leading up to it? During the race. So I didn't, I made the mistake of not taking time off to let myself recover because I was so worried that I wouldn't be fit enough to finish or to run the half marathon properly. So I said like, no, I got to keep training, got to keep, keep my fitness up. Um, but it would have been beneficial to just take some time off and recover. Um, and because of that, yeah, I ran the half marathon essentially in a side shuffle um, I got to about the first three or four kilometers in and I started to feel the IT band a bit and it wasn't until the 10 kilometer mark that I saw the medic aid so I said well I'm halfway in now <laughs> might as well finish it. it it didn't cause like any more damage or is it fortunately no I was pretty sore for about a week after um, and then I took time off to recover, and I haven't had, knock on wood, any IT band issues since. 
What is an IT band? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a tendon that runs along the side of outside of your leg. So it's kind oh, okay. of going from your, your hip through your quad around your knee. So you'll feel it mostly around the outside of your knee, especially as your knee bends at a, about a 30 degree angle. So going downstairs was very painful oh, because wow. of that slight bend in the knee. Oh, okay. But doing squats was perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So once you had that one, did you feel like you had to do another one for redemption? Or? Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did have to do another one. I think the next one I did was actually the Overlander half. Okay, was it the same year or was that next yeah, following year? Yeah, same year, a few months later. I came back after finishing my degree and did the Overlander half that year and the next year. And then that's the year after I did the Seawees in Vancouver. Okay. That was a lot of fun. Well, I heard good things about that phrase. Yeah, everybody wants the Seawees. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah. Did yeah. you uh, you say you'd done a marathon too? Yes. Um, I did my marathon two years ago now, just about, in Europe. Um, and this was a really unique marathon, and that's why I chose it. It was also quite flat, which is another reason why I chose it. But the race starts in Lindau, Germany, and runs around Lake Constance through Austria, and loops around Switzerland, and then you finish back in Austria. Cool. So you're crossing three countries in one race, which I thought was really cool. Wow. What it's... time of year would this race be? This was in October. <laughs> We're there in October. <laughs> it was, it's pretty incredible. We'll talk a little later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does cool. sound like a really cool run. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I can only imagine. It must be real scenic. And Is it a popular one? Many people or? Uh, I don't think it's overly popular. It was a nice, number of people but as the race progressed there were times when you might be running by yourself a bit or you're quite distant from the person ahead or behind you um, but the scenery is amazing and there was pockets of crowds throughout cheering you on especially as you cross over the borders and nice. people saying welcome to switzerland <laughs> which is very cool that's really did nice. you have to bring your passport with you i didn't i didn't no. yeah no no passport i guess with the Euro regulations, there was no passport checks. I think in the registration, they check your passport, but none, nothing after that. Nice. How much work went into that, uh, like training for the marathon compared to the half marathon? Uh, probably not a whole lot more, except for the long distance runs, the longer runs, um, because I was still teaching fitness classes at the gym quite frequently. So I was probably only running about four times a week, which is a lot less in comparison to most marathon training plans. Um, but I was doing spin and hit and all sorts of other workouts as well. So I wasn't concerned about not being able to have the stamina to run the race in the time that I wanted to. Okay. Um, the most important run for me was the, the long run and getting those kilometers in and probably the interval runs to, to help build that speed. Do you remember how far your longest run would have been leading up to it? My longest run was probably 32 kilometers. So I pushed a little bit past, I think, a, a typical marathon plan um, just to get used to going a touch further. <laughs> yeah. 
helps for the mental part of it too. Yeah, and I, I find long distance running is very mental compared to physical capability. Like it's really just about mentally being focused or being in it for that much time rather than not physically being capable of doing it. Would you agree? Uh, I agree. <laughs> what do you uh, think about when you run such a long distance? You know, I get, I get totally lost in my thoughts when I go for runs. Um, I could be thinking about anything. Sometimes I'm, I'm rarely listening to music, but sometimes I do and I'll be planning my classes as I'm on the run. I might be drafting emails or letters in my head or processing thoughts of something that I've learned or come across. And yeah, it could, could be anything, but I'm usually lost in my thoughts. <laughs> The one cool. thing I find about long runs is the last thing I'm thinking about is my legs moving. Yeah. It's, it's, you just don't, if you think about that, then you're done. You're just yeah. on autopilot. Yeah. Pretty much. And it's such a monotonous motion that you're not thinking about what you're doing necessarily. It's your mind's just somewhere else. Yeah. Cool. Now, you're probably a good person to ask this. Uh, what do you find? there's any particular cross training that really helps running um or is there any other i guess activity that really complements it i think any other activity could could complement it really whether it's yoga and building that flexibility injury prevention strength training weight training building that muscle power again injury prevention Hit training, interval training helps build more speed as well. Um, spin, same kind of idea, building speed, building stamina. So I think that any other workout you do will complement running. Even just going for a long walk or going for any kind of a walk as a recovery is going to complement your running. So I think the staying active. Um, in any other kind of exercise you like to do is will be helpful. I, one thing that's never really got down path was like the actual drinking water while running. Oh yeah. I, I don't know if there's a good technique or from the little cups. Yeah, I, it's. <laughs> I think it's impossible to do while running. It's really hard. Yeah. And I just wrap my head around the fact that I will spill it all over myself. <laughs> and if I can get two sips in, that's great. <laughs> yeah. What would you have during the race? Gatorade or strictly water? Or? Um, generally strictly water uh, on race day. <laughs> I did have a little bit of the, the electrolytes um, and I had a little bit of electrolytes when I was training but not, not too much, mostly water. Okay. Um, and in terms of food, like I, I really struggled to get myself to eat anything during a race while I'm running and for the really long runs it's necessary to, to get something in so for me it was sour candy oh. <laughs> that was the only <laughs> thing that I could appetize myself enough to to eat during the race oh, cool. but on race day when I did my marathon I made the mistake of carrying an orange with me and I ate the orange which was all good and fine because I'm used to eating oranges but I choked on the orange oh, no. while I was running and that acidity in your throat and coughing that up <laughs> I was just more annoyed that I wasted so much energy <laughs> coughing that up. On the nutrition side of it, what mm -hmm. is there any particular thing that you find, I don't know, helps for that long distance run or like 
leading up to uh, going into a marathon, what would mm-hmm. what would you be eating to fuel for it? Yeah, that's a good question because it's it's different for everyone. So for me, leading up to a long run, the night before and the morning of are, were really important in the type of nutrition and the type of food that I ate. So the night before, a typical meal for me would be pasta and veggies, um, maybe a, a banana nice cream if I'm craving something sweet or a dessert afterwards. And then the morning of, even more so important for me, what worked really well was oatmeal and berries and sometimes waffles just to get those <laughs> just to get those carbs in. Actually, it's funny, my best runs have always been when I've had waffles for breakfast. Um, <laughs> But like I know a few friends of mine who will do peanut butter banana sandwiches before a run and that does not sit well in my stomach at all. So it's about playing around with it a little bit to find what works well for you and what gives you the most energy, what sits well in your stomach and, and that sort of thing. I, I never could get into the, the old uh, carb loading on pasta the night before. <laughs> yeah. Or the day of if it's, it's later. It's pretty controversial. Run. A lot of people don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I usually find just the pasta sauce is just too acidic yeah. on my stomach. Well, probably because I usually eat as much as I possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> Might overdo it, but yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's exactly that. It's going to be different for everyone. What works for one won't work for another person. Um, You're almost doing training in food. Just yeah. Just testing things out and you get to race day, you do not diverge from the plan. 100%. <laughs> and I've definitely made that mistake a few times of on race day during the race taking things in that are offered at the aid tables that I was not used to or that I hadn't practiced with and my body just not appreciating that very much. There, there's always a aid station with the, the nice fancy new gels. Yeah. <laughs> they always look so good but never worth it. Oh no. I've never, I haven't tried the gels actually. No? Yeah. And I gotta make sure you hit the garbage with the cup. I told you about the time where somebody gave me a water and I thought I'd finished it and somebody was holding a garbage bag. I was going to put it in the in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Somebody was holding a bag and I just like, oh, I'll throw it in there. And I smacked them right in the chest and there's oh, all no. kinds of water everywhere. Oh, but I was in a race. Yeah. So I said, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I've done, I think, a couple races that I've done. People just toss it on the floor and the volunteers are there with their brooms sweeping it all up. I was trying to be polite and throw it in the garbage. <laughs> Instead, I chucked water all over. <laughs> Poor guy. I'm sure they've had worse, too. <laughs> Unfortunately. So my favorite thing is when the little kids are trying to get the water out, and they're they're so excited to try and be the one who hands out the water. Yeah. And there's so many, and you're just like, oh, great, take this one. They're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I find well, I definitely feel better after. stress, or yeah. that might be the same with any exercise, but yeah. Big, big for mental health for sure and anytime I'm feeling anxiety it's sometimes harder to get myself to go but knowing that I'm gonna feel better after or going um, I guess being kinder to myself and, and that you know I'm just gonna take it slower no pressure or just 20 minutes just to get some air just to clear my mind a bit and usually I feel much much better after you've probably run quite a few different places around town what do you have a preferred route um, well, I really like the one that I did this morning around NJ and Range Lake and then back into downtown. Um, I like doing Frame Lake Trail and just going up towards the hospital, looping around and coming back. That's a fun one, too. Um, 
just it honestly just kind of depends on my mood where I want to go the airport loop can be nice but uh I find I find the airport loop a little demoralizing sometimes because you're you're doing a full lap of Yellowknife and it's 10k <laughs> so you would in your head you think man it should be a lot more I just ran all the way around Yellowknife but <laughs> clockwise or counterclockwise for the airport loop counterclockwise hills first and then flatten it out <laughs> we've had other people say that too yeah get them done out of the way <laughs> yeah i guess that's the over no i'm i'm clockwise so you go am i old airport road first then the highway i, I would rather do the long one down and then just big hills okay because they're short yeah. it sucks for a little bit like school draw or sierra manor hill to get to the top which one would you do i like sierra manor Get it done right away. Mm -hmm. So it's hard, but running's hard. <laughs> but I also think I like doing the hills first because I have the freshest legs mm. by the time I, I do the hills, so I can push through them harder and better than if I did them last. Uh, do, you, do you have a preferred hill in town for hill training, or do you do hill training? I do sometimes. I really like Pilots Monument Hill. That's a fun one. Sierra Manor is a fun one. Um, yeah, those would be my, probably my two favorite. Are you going to ask a question? Yeah, the, the question <laughs> is, is Pilot's Monument one hill over mm -hmm. and then one hill back? Or is it there and back? I've done it both ways. Um, depends on the day, who I'm running with, how we want to do it. Um, I'll often do sets of just going up the one side and going down and maybe do more sets of that or going up and over, um, maybe going all the way up, up on the stairs, going to the top. Um, just depends on the day. Yeah. A lot of controversy over, is it at one time? Does that count as one? Yeah. Or is it over is one, the back is one? <laughs> Some people do that yeah. over, and back, and then around, and then over and back. Yeah, yeah, I've it's done like that before. It's a recovery, before. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd say that, I, I think Sierra Manor Hill is one of the best hill training hills here yeah just because how the first part's hard and then there's it's then it sort of levels steep. off a yeah. little bit it's mm -hmm. a good distance i yeah. don't even know how long that is but it feels like the perfect distance when you're running it i feel like it's 200 meters 250 meters Roughly. there and back yeah. okay yeah do you love strava <laughs> <laughs> i do i think it's fun it's it's like an online running community in a way um keeping each other accountable to a sense of being active no matter what you do. I think when I started with it, it started out as a running log, but now it logs more than just running and any kind of exercise that you want to do. So I think it, it helps within your friend group or within your community, just kind of helping to keep each other accountable and maintaining activity. It is kind of nice seeing other people doing runs and can help motivate you if you're uh, kind of on the fence whether to go or not. And mm -hmm. see Cam has 10 kilometers and have to go run 11 that day. <laughs> there was a time where I tried to beat people in their weekly goals, yeah. but I would only, I, I would never go out and run like 200 meters to just beat them. It would have to be a minimum five kilometers. Oh yeah. So, cause I didn't think that, I thought that would be a bit of a jerk move. <laughs> but I don't, I don't follow that anymore. Yeah. So I should have. <laughs> but. Now, Strava is an interesting place, too. What do you think about random people following you, though? 
Do you got random people following? Oh yeah. <laughs> I have a couple, I think. Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really bothered by it. It's it's interesting where it has no way to like send messages, private messages, which is kind of nice too. You can comment on their on their activity, but yeah, it's not very yeah. private. <laughs> Well, maybe that's good because then you don't get creepy comments that's too much, true. right? <laughs> so I think you can privatize your yeah. account if you want to. Okay. Yeah, you can make it so only people you let see your account. Mm -hmm. What do you think the segments? They're <laughs> fun. Yeah. I do. I definitely end up getting close to being a crown on a segment and then I get extra motivated <laughs> to want to push through that segment and work on some faster intervals and yeah I think they're fun now there's a controversial thing about segments sometimes people go and just run the segment yeah to try and get the segment and then some other times it's just part of a longer run yeah and sometimes it's frowned on about people who just <laughs> drive out somewhere to run the segment really fast yeah <laughs> that's sort of like what I said where I wouldn't go and do a 200 meter run just to beat that person <laughs> I think I think a few of them are meant to be like a either a sprint or meant to be like just short and as fast as humanly possible yeah others like are meant to kind of get out there find it there's a lot in the back of frame like trail here that I, I had to do like at least four or five times before i finally got the correct path yeah <laughs> and i don't know if i'll ever be able to get get it again <laughs> yeah and you're never sure exactly <laughs> exactly where the segment starts and where it ends and i would hate to run the segment and stop too early <laughs> so you just keep pushing a little yeah. further <laughs> do you own I, this I one right here at the ceremonial circle yeah. is that you uh, yeah nice. i think at least in the women yeah this, this one the straightaway by the ledge and then the, the loop around the ledge okay yeah. that's a fun one yeah it's up there yeah they're really good incentive to like is that the ceremonial ledge loop that that segment is that yours i'm not sure what it's called the i made one that goes all the way around the ledge and then back over here uh, like through like by the dnd &D, through the old visitor center parking lot i'm not yeah. sure where it ends yeah. i think it ends the one i have is ends up by the highway oh okay as a, a, a fitness instructor, uh, you do a lot for people and, and help mm -hmm. them achieve their goals. It must be interesting. Uh, I'd be curious because I've had coaches who, who, who are helping me achieve my goals. Is it hard to turn off helping everybody else and start doing your own stuff? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, but I don't know. I don't, I don't find it hard. Um, I find that in motivating others and in helping others, I'm also motivating myself. So to me, they kind of go hand in hand and yeah, the, the joy you get in helping other people achieve their goals is, is pretty unremarkable. And, and then also at the same time, you're doing all of those workouts with them mm -hmm. and then you have to go and do your own workout. Yeah. That must be tiring. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit challenging when I was marathon training for sure, trying to keep up with the runs and with my teaching schedule. Like I was thinking back not too long ago about going out and running a half marathon training run and then a half hour later teaching an hour bar class and I'm going, how did I do that? <laughs> but I don't know, you just, I guess I just did it. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Well, it must really help with your yeah. training. It's extra training, right? Yeah, <laughs> and it just, 
the, I think it was more the preparation of making sure that I had enough sleep, enough fuel, um, and being prepared to spend that time in that physical activity. Would you ever do a six hour, 12 hour, 24 hour run? <laughs> I, I thought about it. I think that for me personally, I'm more of a distance goal oriented person versus a time goal oriented person. Well, you can sort of aim for a distance. Yeah, so that, that would be the challenge for me is figuring out what distance I would want to achieve. And so maybe it would be like, I don't know, 50K. But once I'm done that 50K, then if it's a six hour run, I'm going to feel obliged to keep going. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, I have to finish the six hours now. But yeah, we'll see. What uh, is there any race or anything still on your running bucket list? Yeah, so I've added more runs, oh. more races <laughs> to my bucket list now that I've started to enjoy running more. I, I want to do the Disney Half Marathon, okay. um, the Great Wall of China Half Marathon, mostly travel-related ones. So I like the idea of traveling, doing a race, and my medal of completion is sort of my my souvenir of the trip <laughs> um those are the two off the top of my head that i want to add maybe one in hawaii um i don't know if i'll do another marathon if i find another super unique one like the one i did i'm sure i will or maybe a comeback marathon one day but yeah when you finished that marathon did you say i love that i think i'd like to do another one or was it a different answer <laughs> Um, I think at the time, I, I'm, I was just as on the fence as I am now about doing another one. It wasn't like I hated it so much. It was more like, wow, I can't believe I, I accomplished that. I was more just sort of in that high. Um, I wasn't really thinking about the next yeah. one at that point. Um, but after that first half marathon, because of the amount of pain that I was in yeah. with that IT band injury... There was somebody at the finish line advertising another half marathon and, oh, do you want to register for another one? And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. There's no way I can think about ever running a race again right now. But yeah. done many since then. I like, the, I like the fact that you like these destination runs. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how we've had, we have people we've interviewed who find runs while they're at a destination, but not the majority of people are interested in saying, so there's a lot of exciting ones out there. Oh, for sure. Disney's super exciting. That one so. looks very fun. Yeah. The start time is 5 a.m. Yeah. And I'm a morning person, but that's <laughs> a little <laughs> steep for me. So it'll be interesting doing training runs that early and getting used to being up and running that early. Well, and you have what? to be up at 3. Yeah. Because so, <laughs> it's a long way to get to the corral even. What mm -hmm. is it in particular about that run? Disney? Or, it, or you're just a Disney fan? It just looks okay. fun. <laughs> Yeah. They, they got all the characters along For the route. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Disney World, Disneyland, which... Uh, uh, well, I was question. thinking Disney World, Florida, but I might do Disney Japan instead. Oh. Because oh. Japan is on my, on my bucket list as well. What is your preferred distance? Do you have, like, a favorite distance run? Uh... Mm, I like 10Ks, I think now. For a while, my favorite distance was 5K, but I'm enjoying 10Ks more lately, and 
Um, I guess my favorite challenge distance would still be a half. Yeah, and it's never too late to start running. Um, that marathon I did in Europe, that was my dad did the 10K. And that was his 10K walk run. That was his first ever race, and he was so excited. <laughs> but now he... So he started walking more in the last couple of years as I picked up more running just to do stuff together in a way. Um, and now he's starting to run more and run longer intervals and people are watching him going like, oh my gosh, like he's, he's almost 64 now and he's running that's, and he's never run before. That's pretty exciting. Did you get him into it or is it, do you just sort of pick it up uh, Yeah, I think because I talk about it all the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, let me try this running thing. <laughs> Well, it's funny what kind of influence you can have on your family members yeah. when, when you start doing something like that, especially kids. And at 64, but, he's in the best shape of his life now. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back. Uh, we're, uh, we're here for the lightning round. Pooja, if, uh, if, if you're not aware, at the end of this, we are going to ask you 10 very quick questions. Try to answer as quickly as you can. Uh, at the end, you'll either get all of the points or none of the points. Are you ready? What do I get with all of the points? Yeah, that's up to you. You can <laughs> spend them however What's you the like. What's the prize? The points are the prize. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> He's good at making certificates. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll buy you a coffee? Probably buy you a coffee anyways. <laughs> it's, uh, coffee's 20 points, though. Oh, yeah. It'll have to be in the So I have rounds. to come back. Yeah. Okay. And you have to win. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think I'm ready. All right. What was your longest run ever? Uh, the marathon, 42.2K. What's your favorite brand of shoe? Uh, Asics. Nice. Uh, morning, uh, midday, or night for running? Morning. If there is a song that defined you as a runner that you would oh, listen gosh. to, what would that song be? <laughs> I don't question. listen to music when I run, so I don't know. <laughs> That's a really tough one. If, but it, <laughs> if there was a song. <laughs> oh my. Oh. I don't know. The, the one that pops into my head right now is uh, Dua Lipa's Let's Get Physical. <laughs> how accurate are the treadmills at Breakaway? Oh. Oh. I don't know. I think the question is how accurate is my watch? <laughs> Um, I think they're good. They're good. They're pretty accurate. Are you stumped? I'm stumped. I should have one. Um, oh, do you uh, do heart rate training? No. Have you tried that? I have sort of tried it, um, but no, not really. Okay. You got one more, Nemi. Okay. All right. During a spin class, <laughs> do you actually put up the dial when you say up? I do. <laughs> I'm working just as hard as everybody else. <laughs> Do you put the spin? <laughs> I, I totally fake it sometimes. <laughs> I have to admit, I faked that too. <laughs> I had Norma call me out a few times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Have you ever made Strava art? Not intentionally. No. But I do want to try. It seems like a lot of effort to try and put together a, a design and plan your route. So it's pretty impressive when it happens, but yeah. not intentionally. Do you ever look at your route and just try and think what that looks like? Totally. I think there was one run I did last year and 
the image that came out of it looked like a heart, like an anatomical heart. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> right on. Nice. Well, we'll just consult the judges here. This judge gets no points. <laughs> okay. And you get no points because you cheat. It's <laughs> been. That's true. <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> all right, so you get all the points. Uh, 10 points. Spend them however you like. Half a cup of coffee. <laughs> no, and Half full. <laughs> thank you very much for chatting with us. And, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is there... <laughs> there's a few where... I swear it's not nine miles per hour. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a, a couple couple like that, but the ones I use are, are not those ones. <laughs> I like the new ones. Yeah, new ones are good. Do you like running with people or alone? Prefer running? Both. Um, I like running with people. It's nice. I think it's a great way to, to socialize and sort of multitask especially if you're, you're living busy lives or something and get some activity in and, and chat and catch up with people but it's nice to run alone and as I mentioned before I, I get totally lost in my thoughts and I tend to have pretty mentally productive runs that way um, so that they're they're both in their own time cool uh, what is your post-race treat or go-to meal uh, depends on the time of day I run so if I usually run in the morning it's anything with peanut butter could be a peanut butter banana smoothie or peanut butter banana bagel um, are usually my go-to's oh, I'm counting oh. <laughs> but for a treat it's usually pizza after of course after yeah, yeah. <laughs> pizza before not such a good one it depends depends uh, I it guess. can be yeah. um you distra distracted me with pizza. Uh, <laughs> nice. It's fun to chat. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you. No problem.